Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. Hola, hola. Hola, hola. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. Chilling. Nice. Yeah, the day of Christmas is always pretty, like the morning's exciting and then you're like, whew. The morning's tiresome. You yes. Know? I take my cookies. I think I've been on like a soul cookie diet for at least a week and a half. I know. I'm, I'm talking about my milk cookies. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't, you can't let them go to waste. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just like, oh no, I'll bake for the neighbors. And then, yeah. No, I'm putting, I'm talking about the one. The, the Santa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I work hard for those cookies. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. All, all yeah. the work. I put all the work and all the wrappings and working to to buy the presents, wrap them, put them under the tree. Exactly. I, I, I get to eat them. <laughs> Plus, if you leave the cookies, like the mystery's up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> My God. Uh, speaking of, well, I mean, you know, and Santa's a, a tulpa. So anyways. Yeah. Um, and and I've explained that to to them as well, so they know that. And I mean, and they know. So and they they've asked me, and I'm like, well, Santa's a topo, you know. The more people believe in him, the the more he exists, right? So, um, but speaking of the other day, I was um, we were gonna have guests over, and and um, it was it was a friend of Sadi's, and so I knew they were gonna be in her room, so I just made sure that um, like her room was, you know more or less like she had picked it up and um and so when I was in her room just like picking it up I found a tooth under her pillow and I swapped it out for you know for some yeah. money and that's it right and then I I took the tooth and I was like hey I told my husband did you did you did you know she had lost a tooth and he's like no I didn't know she didn't tell me anything I was like okay well and then we we put the tooth away whatever I just put the money there but later on she was playing with her friend and she told me and I heard I overheard her telling her friend the tooth fairy is real I didn't tell my parents about that I had lost the tooth because I wanted to see if the tooth fairy was real sneaky ass Gemini move I know that move yes, yes. <laughs> I was like this little <laughs> I love it <laughs> good one caramba <laughs> This little, this little one. She's such a such a. Uh -huh. oh I don't know. It's like, whew, almost got me there. Good Lucky one. Me. Yeah, because she, you know, she, she's in charge of her own room. I, you know, yeah. I only went there that day because of that. You know. <sighs> Saved by the sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> she is, you know. So, anyways, that was fun. That is cool. Yeah, so happy soul Invictus, you know, because yes. it, it is the sun coming back. Oh, I'm so, so excited. Winter solstice is my favorite. I love getting that all that time back. All right. Well, I I know that that's what it means, but it still doesn't feel like well, it. Yeah, I know. 4 p.m. <laughs> is still hard for a sunset, but like, it's like at least it's coming back. I know. I It still feels much more of a concept <laughs> than a reality. Yes. So. 
So, you know, I celebrate it and I say it out loud, but my body's like, mm, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still comfy clothes season. It's still, yeah, it's still leggings and the heater is on, you know? So yeah. I do celebrate. I think my favorite to celebrate and probably because I am a spring baby. I still, still, my favorite is still spring, the spring equinox. Oh, nice. Very yeah, nice. That's my little start one, yeah. Okay, so what about your brewhine? Uh, brewhine this week, who's a bunch of stuff? Um, oh, uh, actually, my favorite thing that we did, I did an, another little sweetening spell with my son, and he's getting a little bit more familiar with, like, what it means and what we're doing, and when he's, like, having, like, really big emotions and is not able to, like, kind of undo that uh we did like a little candle with some honey and some glitter and i kind of explained to him like once we do this then all the feelings kind of they you know we can talk about it easier everything feels easier everything gets sweeter and lighter and he kind of it was it was a fun ritual to do with him and it was pretty effective so it was nice that's nice yeah oh, that, that, i hadn't thought of what i was gonna say but actually that does remind me like i said my my daughter had some friends over mm -hmm. so she wanted to have um like a christmas lunch with her best friend and it became like family thing so her best friend brought her mom her sibling and so oh, forth wow. and so we had like yeah so and <clears throat> they're like you know yeah, Mexican Catholic, <laughs> not like, and then her mom, yeah, Hi. and uh, yeah, 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 so very different. <laughs> but her mom, like, I guess, like, kind of knew because, like, her daughter had told her that, like, I like stones, and then she's like, oh yeah, like, my daughter told me that she like like stones and piedras, piedras, and yeah, like, yeah. and like, yeah. And I astrologia, and I'm like, yep. I, and I'm like, and I'm like, yo tiro las cartas, and she's like, mm. she's like, like oh. you know, like feeling me out, whatever. <laughs> but then the kids, at some point, and so we just, you know, we had they brought over tamales and we had the pork and whatever. So we just like awesome. did a mix of like the Puerto Rican and the Mexican and whatever. And we had a really good meal. But the kids, at some point, playing or whatever, they started playing that the the room the side of the room was um haunted or mm -hmm. something like that and um so sada's room was haunted it wasn't haunted you know last night but the night before but it was haunted now so i'm like okay so let's go cleanse you know go cleanse it and so we did a whole cleansing smoke sound and and phrases right uh -huh with all four kids there were four kids and the mom and myself and so they had smudge sticks they had smoke cleanse sticks they had um oh then gosh. i have the little chimes and then i also taught them to clap and then i told them like they had to open a window so that the things could leave and then i said phrases powerful phrases that they could say out loud and how they had to go into the corners and behind the doors and in the closets and everything and so you know for the Mexican mom, she was just like, yes. Mm. And then, but she was like, oh, well, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't, I don't know anything about that. But, you know, at times I've had to do, like, I've, I've done things like, you know, I've told things to leave when I feel like the, like uh, something weighing down or something like that, you know? Right. And it was, you know, it was really good because she was like open. She was open to it. Like, not, she was, I wouldn't say she was scared, just wary, but she yeah. was open. And then, um, and then like, I, cleansed her son right with with the um 
with a smoke stick and then like I just showed him like open your arms and like here in la nuca or, like behind the neck you you smack here and then like lift up your feet and you here yes. and uh, so I smoked and, and so it was like it was chavity and then so I showed them that and then you know how kids are five minutes later they didn't care about it anymore yeah all that energy is like gone there's a excited now they don't they're not excited about it anymore Fun. and then she was like and then we sat down again and we we're talking and she's like and how does and i'm like it's all energy right and i'm like and when you put your energy towards something that's where it goes and i'm like right now like they don't like their energy has gone right now but mm -hmm. at that time and it's the same thing you just use the energy that's there and you use it for something and you gather your energy and use it for something and you're directing it if you don't use the energy then it's good somebody else is going to use it yeah or it's going to direct itself mm -hmm. so that's all i do i'm just gathering energy and i'm using it for something and so she was just like so yeah that was my brewing super so cool him, it was very cool and i mean she left from my house directly to church but, but it was already <laughs> but it was already programmed she was already programmed to go to mass at seven so i'm sure that she felt like more at ease that she was leaving my house and going to mass at seven Probably. You know? <laughs> that's very cool though yeah very yep cool. so that was the bruhain for me excellent okay okay so, so before we get started this is the last episode of season two yeah right? yeah okay and we had said that we wanted to um we were asking our uh, our listeners listeners i was like <laughs> <laughs> our listeners for suggestions for um season three We've gotten two. One of them that we're actually going to implement for just for today already, right? Yeah. Um, which was really good. Um, it's an obvious one, right? It's one of those that when you hear it and you're like, oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, when somebody asked us to put astrology at the end because it's the only one that uh, the only par portion of our podcast that is like time sensitive. Um, and so the information, the rest of the information can be consumed at any, at any time. And so somebody that joins in and starts listening to the podcast, you know, not necessarily now, but maybe in six months or in two years or something, um, can gather value from the episode, from the material, from what we're speaking of, and they can enjoy it. But then the astrology is coming in about three quarters of the way in. Mm-hmm. And then that material is time sensitive. And then there's more information at towards the end of the podcast that again is not limited time. by yeah. a particular um, span of time. Definitely. And so they asked us to put the podcast, the astrology information at the end of the podcast so that person can just listen to all the material. Um, and then when, like it's to astrology if they're listening to it and the time for the um astrology forecast has passed then they don't have to listen to that portion anymore because obviously it doesn't matter right yeah. because you know those dates passed and you know they're not going to get gather any um insight from it or it doesn't apply to them anymore and then they don't have to like fast forward through it to be able to listen to the question or to be able to listen to the plant information and then they don't miss out on it either okay mm -hmm. so we're just going to move astrology to the end which is obvious and really good yeah <laughs> yeah that's a really good technical um suggestion yeah so we're gonna start with that one since now not even since the episode um season three that yeah. that's gonna be good it makes sense and we like it we, yep and then the 
the other one was just to have some guest speakers, not all the time, but a couple of guest speakers. And so we'll yeah. work on that and we'll see. We'll see. We, we're so organized. We always have like our <laughs> list of the themes like we always do. Now we're going to have to have a sec- separate list for potential guest speakers. Do you want- <laughs> I know. Have to- I'm like, well, like, questions. Yeah. We got. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're going to have to do that. No, no, it will be if they can if they can deal with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that's what we're getting. There's still time before we start episode three, um, season three. So you can still send in more questions. Yeah, okay? definitely. Perfecto. Um, anything else before we start today? No, I think we're good. Okay, so let's get started. Yeah. So today we're going to start precisely about getting started. Yes. Muy bien. So yeah, this episode's just going to be about kind of where you can start magically. So how it comes to you i think um or just like which avenue you want to choose to go down do you want to talk a little bit what ours are both very familial so um like for me it was kind of like i knew i knew some stuff that my family was off of but i remember that my mom gave me my first deck of tarot cards when i was 12. um and so that kind of prompted bigger questions for me that just kind of kept everything going i think Sure. Um, yeah, for me, okay, so, and and I think in the intro deck, in the intro deck, in the intro um, episode, we've talked about it. For me, obviously, you know, I come from a very, like, hippie-doodle type of family background, but it didn't <laughs> feel like it was magical, um, or I didn't realize it was magical until, like, later on, looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, they were very very much like that but um i didn't think that they were mm-hmm. um obviously i had my first um episode of like reading palms which just happened at school in an, a school event where i was asked to dress up and participate in a school event and dress up as a, a Obviously, it's not a PC term nowadays, but I was asked to be a gitana, a gypsy. Mm-hmm. And then um, so I started um, reading poems that day for international school night. And um, and then I just started reading poems. And that started me into reading poems for about five years. And then after that, um, I stopped reading poems. And I, before that, I had already been interested in astrology because... Mm-hmm. Like I said, lots of my family liked astrology and there were family members that um, already did astrology like um, professionally. But like I said, I didn't think that was like magical. Right. I just thought that it was just like, you know, normal. Science. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so then people talked about full moons and eclipses and stuff like that. It was just like, like, like today my mom was talking to me and she was saying, oh, you know, so-and-so was telling so-and-so to visit them. And then the other one said that she might visit them in April. And then she called her back and said, I already bought the sunglasses for the eclipse. Like, oh, like they already, like in my family, it's like they already know the dates for the eclipse. And, you know, it's right. like, and they would expect the other person in my family to know when the dates are, you know, and right. like, it, and they were just talking about visiting them, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's like the kind of like data and information that's like totally normal. You right. Know? So, yeah. And none of that for me was magical or or did I think that it was, you know, mm-hmm. 
anything to be magical, you know, or for me, it was all like hippie (laughs) because my family was also like off British and vegetarian slashish vegan. And so, you know, so that was more of the distinguishing factor. It's like, oh, you know, they went off to the mountainside and were, you know, trying to live off the grid and stuff like that. Right. So that aspect was more prominent than like the magical. But when you look at it, it's being in touch with nature and being in touch with nature and the cycles of nature. And that is very prominent in magic. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And then like this magical practice of being more in touch with, and then the whole um, reading the palm, then in back home, they would call it a don and a don is a gift. Mm -hmm. And then that they, they just see it as something separate. They just see it as like, oh, that's a gift and you can't, you know, and we've talked about that, like you can't charge for the gift or something because they see it as something that you've been gifted. Like it's not your own, but it's like something that comes from a a superior source or something and you get it gifted and then it's, you know, it's yours, but it could be taken away. Right. (laughs) And then you use it and you use it to give to others. Right. And um, yeah, which is different than for example astrology which they see it more as something that you studied right because the astrology is something that not only is it like more like why you can trace it way back to like a source of like knowledge and all the way like even what's coming up now right the and i've talked about this the three wise men right oh yeah yeah you know they were the magi which is here we can go with that one the three wise men in spanish son tres reyes magos and magos the word magic actually comes from the word um the latin word in in span in latin is magi which means wise okay so when we look at magic it just means to be wise interesting so when we when we ask people where would you start it's to understand that it's just gathering information so that you can be wise yeah so nice yeah okay so yeah so what i thought we were going to talk about today was like um when people ask us like um like the term like how did like how did they start in magic and and yeah because you were you were on a rant (laughs) i hate i don't i do not like i don't love the term baby witch it just feel like it i mean i don't know if people love it i guess whatever keep it but it just makes it build sound so small and it's like why would you start thinking so small about something so big and so I don't know. I don't know. Something about it just rubs me the wrong way. But as uh, yeah, so like we definitely do like I see a lot of questions like what advice would you have for a baby witch? Um, My first piece is stop calling yourself a baby witch. You're a powerful woman, probably. So chill out. (laughs) So um, but I think for me, I, I believe it's like how you're called into it is is how you start. What does that like you, you know, went into a rock store and there was a piece of amethyst or something that just like started speaking to you. And if it works like that, then, you know, you just kind of gather more information. And I feel like with Brujaria, it's like everything is attached to 
something. So you pull on one string um, to learn more information about a rock and you're going to find out something about how that rock's color corresponds with this day of the week. Like it's all connected. So it's like whatever calls to you first is a great in. Yeah. Correspondence, how we love our correspondence, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think, you know, I don't mind the term baby witch because I think people have to, and it might be because I have an anxious child, right? And so I just, I deal with, with, with him and his anxiety a lot. And it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, I understand. And it's sort of a term of, of, of allowing yourself permission, right? To step yeah. into it. So they have to they're allowing themselves at least to step into it. And so if they have to use the qualifier baby, at least they're using the word witch already. Yeah, you're right. What so, a beginner witch. I don't know. Just Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> but for me, it, it, it's at least they took that step. And maybe if they didn't put that word in front of it, they wouldn't step into it. Yeah, you're right. So, and, and I know other people are like, oh, you know, you know, and it's like, okay, what, what comes after baby witch? When do you graduate to toddler witch? You know? Right. But it's fine. And for me, you know, it's fine in that sense because I do know that sometimes people need those extra supports to be able to grow into it and, you know, finally at least allow themselves the the permission or the the I don't know, the the handrail, right? Yeah. To, yeah, to, yeah. to walk into it. It's like right now on tomorrow tomorrow i have a reading with a a girl um i've read for her maybe two or three times and i'm i'm slammed tomorrow i have you know towards the end of the year i get lots of yeah obviously astrology everybody wants to know what they're next what's 2024 gonna look like you know um and so i'm i'm super booked tomorrow and then so she asked me oh can i get like you know one of my quickies right um on the 26th and i'm like "Mm." you know my regular schedule is like a 10 to 3 or something like that Mm -hmm. um and i'm like hey i'm fully booked for tomorrow you know and then she's like oh okay you know and i and i gave her like i I told her you're better off i could probably do something on the 25th or if not i have spots on the 28th whatever Mm -hmm. and she's like no no no, i want it on the 26th at this hour and then i was like oh then she's like yeah because um it's a full moon and that's the time the full moon comes in I was like, oh, well, actually, about that time is when I'm finishing. Um, I can I can actually do that. I can actually do that time, you know, because I'm fully booked, but I'm, you know, about an hour before that I'm finishing. Mm-hmm. So I could actually do that time. If you're not doing ritual for the full moon, then I can do that. And she's like, oh, no, I don't know how to do ritual. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a magic practitioner. I don't know how to do ritual. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but... And I'm like, okay. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. But she's like, but I want to do the reading because I want to gather like all the energy of the full moon exactly when it's coming in. <laughs> <Da-da-da>. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, okay. She knows nothing about magic, but uh-huh. she wants, you know, exactly. And so, <laughs> and then she's like, and it's also my sun sign and so forth. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. and like, she knows nothing (laughs) i go okay (laughs) and so so it's it's i think 
you like yeah you like you mentioned you know you start gathering and doesn't and every path is different but you start gathering information and you don't have to you know you don't have to be a ceremonial magician with you know the white robes and in circles and speaking latin incantations to be able to say you're a witch you yeah. know or you don't have to be able to know how you know when to sacrifice a goat and how to do a sigil and so forth to be able to say that you're like a, a practitioner or like brujeria or something like that. And so I think people don't realize how easy it is to practice magic. Right. And that is one of the things that I hope we've been able to sort of show people yeah that it's a lot easier yeah and one of the things that i would like to demonstrate is that it's easier than you think that you choose which practices you want to implement and don't want to implement mm -hmm. for example you and i both practice differently yeah right and we both give importance to different things. Mm -hmm. Like I do astrology, you do the herbs, you know, we both, we do, we both do have a little pyro in us. Yes. <laughs> we both have a little pyro in us, but there's other people that are both more into bay and baths than, mm -hmm. you know, than, than we are. And that's their whole jam. You know, it's like special baths and so forth. Neither of us is into that, but that could be like all your, your thing. Other people are more kitchen witches. Other people are more gardening witches. Other, you know. Absolutely. And so they're all paths of magic that work. I'm more of a divination witch. I'm more of a astro and um, astrology and divination, you know. And then you're more like herbs and and um, and healer and, um, yeah, herbs yeah. and plants and healer, right? Yeah. So, and also the. And the mind. And the mind. She's, po she's pointing at a brain. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm probably going to poke it out right now. <laughs> and the mind with the regression and the dreams mm -hmm. and the whole um, neuro reprogramming. Um, yes. And the, yeah. So we're completely different in that sense, you know? Mm -hmm. But they're both completely valid. And one thing that also I think people think that they are a bad witch if they're not practicing every day. We don't practice every day right like you don't have to practice every day and i think a lot of people underestimate um how much they actually do i agree so people think that they don't do enough or that they're not you know and oftentimes i so i would really suggest that somebody like write down how much they're actually doing so Sometimes you'll see like a pattern come up and you might be like, oh, I'm totally stressed and I'm not doing anything like on the work week. And then you suddenly start looking at your, your calendar and you'll notice that maybe you're doing a tarot pool every single Saturday. And you might not notice that until five, six, seven weeks later. Right. But then you'll see that every single Saturday you're doing a tarot pool. And then you're like, oh, or every single you know Saturday you did a meditation and a sound bath or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see those patterns emerge and it's like, oh, you are doing, you know, something on a consistent basis. And that will allow you to feel like you are centered and you are grounded in your practice. Okay. And then after you've seen your own patterns, then you can try to bring in a little bit more intentionality into how you're practicing. Mm -hmm. 
like even people that are only practicing, like if you decide to adopt the wheel of the year, which you don't have to, but mm -hmm. if you decided to practice and um, only celebrate the, the wheel of the year, that's only eight times a year, every six weeks. Mm -hmm. That's not a lot. And it still can be super significant, you know? Yeah, I agree. If you only celebrated like our ancestors did and only celebrated the solstice and the equinoxes, that's four times a year. And that's like when it's visible. Oh, you know, the sun is changing, you know, the movement right. of the astros. It's only four times a year. And you're like, okay, I'm going to be in nature and I'm going to see how the sun, you know, you can visibly see how the sun is changing and how the day is longer or shorter or so forth. It's only right. four times a year. And then you're in communion with nature in those days. So you don't have to beat yourself up because you're not like chanting underneath the the, the moon every single every single full moon and you're not, you know, right, doing incense and meditation every single day and so forth. If you can, that is awesome. But if you can't, it doesn't mean that you're a bad practitioner. Yeah. And you and there is so much information and there are so many different systems and ways to practice and culturally there's just so they're like we've all been connected to this information forever so you get to choose what calls to you and you get to look into deeper like look further into the things that speak to you and all of that is still working with magic and still being you know a part of that community right yeah so what tips would you say for somebody that wants to walk into magic or awaken magic or bring magic into their like into their life as a practitioner? Uh, I would start, I mean, could start small with a book, but I, I definitely would recommend going to your local botanica or magic shop and talking to the people who work there or seeing if they have any events. Our local magic shop does like host some events, like some informational events, just getting into one of those, seeing if you connect with anyone or any of that information. I think that's a really great way to go. And now you can even find like Zoom witchy meetups or Facebook witchy meetups online. There's technology. There's no no stopping in the information anywhere. Right. I I definitely agree that, um, and like going back to the right, that magic is wisdom and wisdom is just knowledge. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that you start learning right mm -hmm. but there's two things that i want to say about learning um obviously gathering information is important um and you have to gather information and gather as much information as you can without getting into overload yeah right because at some point it's just like I'm there's fritzing, so much yeah right? yeah it's like um I do recommend gathering information as much as you can for free yeah. um, first and as much as you can for free before paying. There's There are many courses, but a lot of the courses and, and the right teacher, you'll know who the right teacher is for you. Yeah. But I recommend sitting on decisions regarding paying for courses. 100%. Yeah. 
before you because there's a lot of like oh it's popping up a lot or whatever you know but you know that's the magic of mm. of pay of targeted advertising yes it is um, so so I recommend sitting on it you know because there's there's a lot of information that's accessible on YouTube on podcasts on at the library um at meetups and there's lots of practitioners that offer their information because they want to share their knowledge and that's the way that's been handled throughout a long time you know yeah. because you have to share your information so new practitioners can come into the fold right yeah. and yes um you know people need to live and they need to make money and so forth you know mm -hmm. um you know we both sell services yeah we sell, you know, readings and we sell and you know, sells, you know, merchandise and so forth. So yeah, we sell services. We're not saying no. And we love to be sponsored and you know, whatever. This thing pays too, right? The podcast or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I don't it's the magic of Spotify. We don't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so but <laughs> we don't know how it works. So whatever. Um but like, you know, if somebody's asking you for $2,500 to take a class, mm, eh. yeah, yeah, think about it. And and then, so that would be my first warning. Just, you know, ease into it and just don't jump into it first. Just make sure that it's the right fit for you first. Yes. And how much information can you gather for free? And secondly, um, you have to do. You can't just study, 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 study. You have to do, you have to put into practice. Yeah. So it's not just a theoretical class. It's got to be a, a, a listen and do, a, 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 you know, a gather information and put into practice. Right. right. Because it is a craft. It is a practice. And if you don't put it into practice, you're not going to learn. And you have to, and this is something that's so personal. And something that you got to, oh, I did it. I didn't like it like this. Let me change this herb. Let me change this. Uh, I tried it like this and it didn't mm, didn't feel right. Or I felt I felt like an urge to try it like this. I felt like it would be because that's it's your inner voice that's going to be guiding you when yeah. you're doing things. So you have to put it into practice and you don't want to do like I, I've heard so many people say, Oh, I've done spells like on, and I copied it a hundred percent, like, um, like they do it on YouTube and it didn't work for me. You gotta, you gotta make sure it might sometimes work exactly like that, but other times you want to, you want to feel it. Yeah. You can't be so methodical. You gotta, when you're doing it, you copied it from YouTube, let's say, but when you're copying it from YouTube, you've got to like understand like, okay, they're doing clothes. Why are we doing clothes? Clothes are protection. Do clothes represent protection for me? Or do clothes remind me of my grandma who, you know, I didn't like and they right. taste bitter and gummy and you know, I don't like clothes. What does represent clothes for me? What What does represent protection for me? Right. You know, protection would be better represented for me by this and then sub it out for that, you know? So make sure that what they're putting down on that is alive for you and does hit that spot for you mm -hmm. and then or you're like oh clothes protection yeah that makes sense they look like little nails and they're like standing up and look like little guards yeah totally 100 percent. i'm down for that you know mm -hmm. and then so like it makes like ding 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 and it does the little check marks for you okay so 
it's learn, listen, but put it into practice. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's the first, that's the main thing for me. It's like learning has to be accompanied by doing. Yes, okay. I, I agree. I think that tip about not paying for it right away too is, is very smart because again, yeah, we all do need to make money, but there are some people preying on that algorithm and yeah. So you got to watching out for that, I think is a really wise idea. Yeah. And, and you know how, how social media is you, you, you look for one thing and then your feed <sighs> is like full of it. Yeah. Like. Pirañas. It's, like, <laughs> it's so bad. It's like a hundred people that, that do the same thing. It's like incredible. Even yeah. this morning, I had this conversation with my mom about nutcrackers. Mm -hmm. And then she got onto Facebook 30 minutes later and she was like, I've never had so many stories about nutcrackers, advertisements about what's going on with this in Portland. I'm like, what? Like, it's it's bananas. It's yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> I, I was reading on like a girl that what she did for her just to get the gifts she wanted she went on her husband's like yeah. computer mm -hmm. and searched what she wanted and then all his ads were her gift wish list <laughs> and so what? that way all his feed would be like all the things and he, then it was his idea oh this would be a good gift for my wife harnessing the power of the algorithm yeah. that's some shit yeah. <laughs> i mean magic yeah magically he knew what she wanted yeah so yeah um so i think that's the first thing so yes study yes number two is I, and, and then the second one is the one that i mentioned before i track track what you are doing track it for a good three months so important and then yeah then look back because you're gonna be so surprised and track everything magical so you pulled a tarot card for one, you know, one tarot card for a day. That's a magical thing. Mm -hmm. You turned on an incense stick. That's a magical thing. You steered cinnamon in your coffee, you know, with intention. That's a magical thing. Mm -hmm. All these little tiny things that are bringing magic into your life. You you threw a bunch of salt at your door like a crazy woman. <laughs> yeah. That's a magical thing. You know, mm -hmm. it going to be something small like that, or it can be something like a big, big ritual that you prepared and you were like making a list and even the brainstorming of it. Right. Yeah. Like I know, like, like I know that I'm going to be doing something big for the eclipse in April. Right. So I'm already starting to brainstorm that. So like mm -hmm. if I were like this brainstorming period, that would count like, oh, BSing. <laughs> BSing sounds like bullshitting. Yes. So. BST. No, I don't know. Brainstorming. Right, let's just do the whole word. Like BST. brainstorming. <laughs> brainstorming, you know? Like if I were like just a, if I were tracking. So brainstorming because that's like brain power. You know, you're using time. You're using, right. you know, so you're brainstorming. You're looking for ideas. And then when you're out, you know, looking for the perfect materials or so forth, that's also there, you know? So that's all magical time that you're using. Mm-hmm. So then put it all in your calendar or your little tracker or whatever so that you can see. The third thing that I would say is if you really want to incorporate a habit, do a block. So after you've done your tracker, maybe you did it for three months or something. And you said, okay, I really felt good the times that I did X. Let's say the times that I did my tarot pool for a day. 
-hmm. those days I really felt good. I felt centered. I felt that it guided me. And like I pulled the card and then throughout the day I was thinking about it or I felt like, oh, that made sense. Or I referred back to it. I really liked the days that I did that and I want to do it, but I want to do it every single day, but I just don't have time or I don't feel like I, you know, like I can concentrate because when I do a tarot pool, I just need to feel like there's less chaos and like in the mornings, my kids are running around or whatever. I can't do it. Yeah. Then try to find out how you can create a space so that you can actually do it every single day. And then do what's the, like the 20, what they call like the 21 day habit former. And so that's when you do something every single day for 21 days, you supposedly create a habit. So then you do a little checklist where you're just marking it off for 21 days. Mm -hmm. And then, but before you do it, just so you, since you already identified what were the challenges, you can, you know, that it's like the kids running around, it's like, it doesn't feel, it feels too chaotic or whatever. You do everything you can to fix that before you start the 21 days. So what can you do to fix that? What can you do to make it less chaotic? What can you do so that it's not, so maybe it's doing it before the kids wake up. Maybe it's doing it. So, you know, you need to put your timer on mm -hmm. to be, and how long does a tarot pull last? five minutes so yeah it's not like you have to wake up an hour ahead it's not like you're doing exercise this is you know <laughs> five minutes this isn't so bad maybe you need to instead of doing it at your altar if your altar is outside maybe you just need to do it in your room you know right so just tweak it and find out how you can do it and then do it and then do it for 21 days so yeah yeah that's definitely a good way i, I got think those three I got? think uh, a good start is working with the moon because you've got a new moon and a full moon pretty much every month, if not a little bit more. Um, and so writing those down on a calendar in advance or having them saved in your calendar, even the acknowledgement, this is a full moon. I'm going to be thinking about releasing this. This is a new moon. I'm going to be thinking about enacting this or bringing something forward. Um, those those small thought processes, those small intentions, those are big magical changes. And if you keep up the rhythm of a moon, uh, the moons for the year, that's, it's pretty powerful. That's pretty important. And it kind of snap a picture and send it to you so you can put it on the Instagram for all of the moons for 2024. Yes. Yeah. Then I try to get into the habit of, and I'm still trying to keep this habit of cleaning with the moons, like doing a little bit more deep cleaning on the moons because during deep cleaning and kind of those activities is when I'm more apt to trance out, which means I'm more apt to be a little bit more intentional in what I'm thinking and what I want to be doing and all that good stuff. Okay, I just sent it to you. Excellent. Cool. I will get that up on Instagram. Yeah, that's a good idea. And just remember with, for the full moon, um, it's really good for it's good for anything, but it's also good for like realization and getting things completed. And then the new moon is also is good for like starting things. Yeah. Yeah. Muy bien. Yeah. Yeah. Anything um, else? I think we're good. Okay. Cool. Called it. All right. And then yeah. And also look for a mentor. Oh, always. Yeah. Yes. Except like for if like, they're trying to charge you like $2,000 straight off the bat. Maybe find one who's doing it for free. Yeah. And you can just, yeah. And then that's easy. Like with the, and don't like, if you're looking for somebody, like you don't need to find somebody to say like, 
because that can be a lot of pressure on somebody who's not necessarily looking for the title of being a mentor, you know? Right. So, like, don't go up to somebody and go, will you be my mentor, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're going to scare them off, <laughs> especially if they're not, like, into that. But, like, if you just, like, naturally make friendships and you start going to activities or community activities and right. so forth, you're going to learn. Like, like um, in my case, like I, like I told you guys, like, I learned, like, everything from the teachers, right, at my kids' preschool. Yeah. And you know if i had told them okay teach me everything you know they would have been like okay weirdo but like it's like okay wait how what does this work how you're you're picking things up you're seeing what they're doing you're seeing the seasonal like in my case i'm seeing the seasonal table i'm seeing the beeswax i'm seeing what they you know right i'm just picking it up and seeing what they're doing and or like the first time i think the first time i went to a circle i was scared really you know? sure yeah the first time i went to like a, a circle circle and they were calling the quarters mm -hmm. and i was like oh fuck i'm gonna shut up you know i don't know <laughs> and they're like you know and they're like who wants to help me call the quarters and you're like not me. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just hoping no one sees you like not me i don't even know which side is south which side is west <laughs> i have a terrible sense of direction i'm just gonna move around when people move you know mm -hmm. you're scared you don't know yeah you know you're like what the heck and so you're just like, you're imitating, you're looking, you're learning, but you're learning by doing. So back to that same thing, you got to right. put yourself out there. You got to do. Because that's how you know what feels right. If you just mm -hmm. read and think about it, you're not going to know how it feels and how it right. feels is important for your practice. Yes. So, yeah, it's just doing. And then, and again, going back to it, when you look at it in the end, it's all easy. Yeah. And it's really not as complicated as people think. And you're probably already doing things you're not even and just, yeah, 100% doing things you're not yeah, thinking of. Like that mom that came to my house on Saturday, she's like, oh, my daughter tells me, her other daughter, she has an older daughter, that, she, that near the full moon, she can't ever sleep unless I do a limpia on her, a limpia de huevo. And she's like, oh. do you think, and she says, do you think it has to do with the full moon? And I'm like, yeah, it probably has to do with the full moon because yeah. she's like, it, because she, so she's noticed throughout the years that it, it's only near the full moon. Mm -hmm. That's know? very cool. That's very cool. I'm like, yeah, it probably has to do with the full moon. And I'm like, I'm one that, you know, with the full moon, my energy goes haywire. <laughs> Me too. I can never sleep in a full moon. Oh no, I get sapped. My energy goes, Ugh. oh, I can't, I cannot fall asleep. It's like three days of me just like flipping and flopping and not and i'm like oh the moon is full that makes sense okay yeah. no for me it's i get tired and i'm like uh, uh, uh. interesting yeah so. should i move us into herbology yes ma'am okay oh shit okay i'm gonna talk a little bit about mandrake today masculine right yes so mandrake is going to be masculine associated with the planet mercury fire uh, it's also going to be associated with protection, fertility, money, love, and health. A whole mandrake root placed on the mantle in the home will give the house protection, fertility, and prosperity. Uh, so you're going to find mandrake root in a lot of like bolsas for, uh, for protection and for abundance as well. And then mandrake is also hung on the headboard for protection during sleep. It's carried to attract love. It's worn to prevent uh, contraction of illnesses. 
where there is mandrake, demons cannot reside. So the root is used in exorcism. It's used for cleaning a lot. To activate dried, uh, dried mandrake root, place it in a prominent location in the house and leave it there undisturbed for three days. Then place it in warm water and leave overnight. Afterwards, the root is activated and may be used in any magical practice. The water in which the root has bathed can be sprinkled at the windows and doors of the house to protect it or onto people to purify them. Yeah. Nice. Is that the one that looks a little... Uh, it's this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Leaky Falicky. with big old... Yeah, with big old root legs. Yeah. yeah. I, I remembered it. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> okay. What was the question? Um, the question is going to be what... Oh, uh, what we what we do magically for like to set ourselves up for the new year. Well, I mean, I could yeah. probably do a whole podcast episode on that. Right. Yeah. But intention, <laughs> set, intention setting is like the best. The first thing that comes to mind. Well, I mean, we have a ton of superstitions, but yeah. um, OK, so if you want to travel. Oh, yeah. I you grab your, your suitcase mm -hmm. and you leave your house with the suitcase and you go all the way out to the sidewalk and back with it. So that's the first one. So if you want to travel, you have to grab your suitcase, leave with it, and come back with it. Yes. Because you're telling the, the new year, like, I'm leaving with my suitcase this new year, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first one. The classical one is the 12 um, grapes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. the 12 grapes. So one for each month. So as you're taking the grape, you um, are thinking of something positive for each month okay mm -hmm. so january prosperity February. so you you really it's really hard to think of something for each month because you're trying to eat them all like when the yeah when the bell rings <laughs> but the idea is supposed to be like something good for each month but really people just like swallow them and try not to choke but the idea is like to eat 12 of them like each associated with something positive for each month, but really people are just like good fortune, money, help, and just like eat yeah. them all. Okay? You gotta get them down. <laughs> uh, pinto you gotta beans get them in the down pocket without killing yourself. Oh yeah, down, absolutely. Right? Yeah, go ahead. Go pinto ahead. beans in the pocket go for ahead. sure. And then what color yeah. panties? Oh, well, yellow. <laughs> yellow panties. Yes. And if it's a G-stro, better. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, so yellow panties for good luck. Um, then we also have the um, cinnamon sticks. You're going to have like the cinnamon sticks and you're going to tie them. So you do the little bundle of cinnamon sticks with little bundles of $1 in between and you tie them with a red string. Mm -hmm. And you're going to put that like in on top of the, on a shelf or on top of the door or anywhere where it gets the energy of like the door that's opening, but that won't fall down. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're going to leave that. Um, then you're also going to have. Um, and then you'll the you'll also have the. So it gets the energy of, of the of the of the like fortune coming in and out and so forth. 
then you're also going to have the uh, burn anything you want to get rid of from the ear, of course. Um, Give me a sec. More. Always burn stuff. Yes, of course. Always burn stuff. Very necessary. You mm -hmm. need to burn stuff. The amber jewelry for health. The trying to think of the one that has um I have more hang on you can pick the ones you want obviously but I have more I have more um trying to think okay um for love you want to obviously have a bath with like champagne roses oh yeah and um and coconut water for protection washing the house with um um orange blossom water yeah yeah and and clove and romero um to have more psychic power the purple um candle oh yeah 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 for health this is what i was looking you get a candle you pass it all over your body and then you should be white right i don't yeah i don't have the color but yeah probably or for health what else could you use for health oh my go-to is white or like a light blue a light blue yeah mm -hmm. and then you you get Gather it all over your body, and then that energy you um, take it away and, and throw it like a limpia. And then you use an amber, you like bless an amber, you put an amber bracelet or, or a necklace or whatever you're going to be using, mm -hmm. and you leave it with the, the candle until it burns all the way to the end. And then you're going to use um, that piece of jewelry the rest of the year. I love that. Mm -hmm. And then for abundance, okay, you put a like a like a quarter in a glass of water. Oh, I know this. Go ahead, because I don't understand my handwriting. Agua proximo dos. Well, you put it's the quarter stays in the water, and then. Don't you have to like put it in a certain yeah. location? And then you have to give it away. Yeah, but it's after like a certain amount of time. Proximo dia, the next day, you give it away. So you put the water, the moneda en vaso de agua, proximo dia, regalas la moneda. So you put the, the, the quarter in, in the glass of water, and then the next day you give away the quarter. Yeah, but you're supposed to put it in like a like a loving location in your house, or there's some location, there's something about where you put it. I believe. Yeah, I didn't write it down where. Okay. But I think that also might have to do with like the person that you give it to, like if it's in your bedroom or if it's in your kitchen, or you know, like how you want to relate that together. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. That's what I've got. That's what I've got. Ta-da! All right. Well, I've got my baby sister rolling into town to live with me here. So I would like that astrology report, please. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's it, right? We finished that? Okay, let's do astrology then. 
I'm way too excited. Sorry. You're excited? Yay. Okay. I've got, I've got a switcheroo because I've got, okay. My first week is in my old planner. Okay. So we're doing, and then my second week is my new planner. And we'll have to see because I, I got to get adjusted to it. Okay. So let's do the first week. So it's um the 24th through the 31st. The 24th was Sun Sextile Saturn. Just gives you responsibility, feeling duty, so forth. That's fine. Today, Venus trying Neptune, relax, soothing, being creative, release kind of day. Okay. Sol Invictus, the sun triumphs day. It's what originally celebration. <laughs> okay. The 26th, the full moon in Cancer. It's a nice, nice full moon. Okay. Um, Because, you know, good to close out the year. Yeah. Because, it, you know, Cancer is emotional, but it's a nice... um. It's a nice full moon. It's a, it's like, yeah, we're releasing, but it's very, there's a good aspect of Jupiter's um, sextiling the moon. And Jupiter, you know, is just like the benefactor, the happy-go-lucky. And since the moon is in Cancer, it's like making the moon, it's making it like, and, and Cancer rules the moon. So the moon, the moon is ruled by Cancer, whatever. So it's in, it's in a good placement, right? So it's all like lovey-dovey. Like if you're at home and so forth, it's all nice and lovey-dovey. So it's very harmonious and Jupiter is going to bring in the good luck. So it is an emotional day. You might be in your feels a little bit, but it's not like a crybaby kind of day. Okay. Okay. So it's a full moon that's nice for you to like, oh yeah, this is a shit I want to let go of. And then I'm going to definitely going to leave in 2023. Okay. It's a nice empowered um, full moon. But not like a train wreck full moon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then the sun is going to be trining Jupiter on the 27th. You feel like good fortune, enthusiastic, type of the world kind of thing. Um, it's good for new projects starting from abroad or being brought in from abroad. This day, Venus is conjuncting Mars, which is our good smash day. Okay. Also good for sports. <laughs> whatever. If you if you want to go see the Portland Trailblazers. You're into that kind of thing. Gonna, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. Then the 28th, um, Mars is gonna be squaring Neptune, which is and Mercury is gonna be sextiling Pluto, which makes you overthink a little bit. And then the Mars is squaring Neptune. A little bit of gossip, scandal. You might be suspicious of others, so you might be into digging. You know, like hmm, who's who's BSing me, who's lying, and you might want to dig and find out some stuff. Um, Venus sextiling Pluto, secret love affairs, uh -oh. unrequited love, uh -oh. taboo sex, mm -mm. and then Venus goes into Sagittarius that same day, so you might be like, ooh, you know, it might be a love affair like a far kind of thing, like. Some with a foreigner or somebody that lives abroad or kind of thing like oh very exciting reconnecting reconnecting with somebody on facebook oh they now live in belgium whatever oh that feels nice and safe because they live really far away and then go down that rabbit hole and oops okay then on the 30th um jupiter retrograde ends so mm -hmm. again feeling like more empowered with your own luck and like it's things are in your control okay and then that planner is done okay now let's try this new planner 
Let's try this new planner. Why are you so skeptical? Oh. Well, it's new. New things are difficult. <laughs> and see the, the letters smaller. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to nice be used looking. to it. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's fancy looking. It's very fancy. Very fancy looking, but it's smaller. And so I got it because it has the transits right there, but then I can't, like, I don't have space not to write. space, yeah. I'm like, but then I'm, I'm not supposed to have to write the transits because it has it right there. Mm-hmm. But I'm still used to writing them. So, <laughs> like after three days, I noticed. See, look at the difference. Look at like here. I noticed I didn't have to write it. So I just put a little. Oh, nice. Like, I put a little arrow like this. Yeah. This, and then I'm like, Sasha, trust yourself. You know what it means. You don't need to write it out. Yeah. <laughs> like you just need to read it. Read, read the glyphs. You know how to read glyphs. You're an astrologer. You know how to read Very glyphs. Cool. You don't need to write it out. <laughs> but, you know, I got to trust myself. Okay, so on the first, Venus squares Saturn, which brings a little stress in our love life, mm -hmm. okay? And then the moon's in Virgo that day, which means there might be some criticism. So you have a little bit of stress in your life, and then you go and criticize your partner. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, that's a great combo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then, you know, you may feel a little low, money can be tight, or you might think it's tight, even though it's not, but whatever, you know, it's like the new year, like, oh, no, we're going to start the new year, you know, our budget's off whack, whatever. Mars is going to be squaring Neptune. So feeling your, um, so feeling your, your dream is like, I can't understand my handwriting because it's small, is, um, so Mars squaring is also like, being like um, challenged and mercury's there for the party right because mm -hmm. mercury is also squaring um is also squaring mars brother mercury is squaring neptune and mercury is in conjunction to mars okay so mercury is in conjunction to mars so he's there cheering him mars on like yeah you're right you're really gonna he's like goading him oh, he's no. like yeah yeah he's there <laughs> Mercury, dude, that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he's there for the party in conjunction with Mars and with Neptune. So he's just there for the party. He's just like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And then so he's like goading him on. And like, you know, if he's spiraling, he's just like, mm -hmm, yeah. Oh, and then, no. you know, Mercury um, in conjunction with Mars, sharp tongue. Yeah. You know, quick to anger kind of thing. So, yeah. And that Mercury in conjunction with Mars last the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, so all fucking week, all the way through the fifth. So all week we have Mercury in conjunction with Mars. So that means that all week we're suffering from that quick tongue. Okay. Oh no. Quick and a little abrasive tongue. Oh God. That tongue is going to be. Okay. Cutting swords all week. So that first week we're like, oh no, this is the new me. And I come out and I'm going to go home, you know? So okay. we, we're, we're thinking that with, you know, oh, new me, this new year, I'm not going to take bullshit from nobody. And we're just like. Taking that tongue out to, you know, just yep. strolling. Gotcha. Strolling with it, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. We probably drop off after the retrograde because the retrograde finishes on the first. 
Mm -hmm. And so since the retrograde finishes, we're like, oh no, yeah, I'm this this year, I'm not I'm not taking BS from nobody. I'm just gonna call it like <laughs> I see it. And then we're just like, but it's really, it's not because the retrograde ended. It's not because the new year started. It's just because it's in conjunction with Mars. Then that new Mars finishes, and then we're gonna be like, oh yeah, no, I don't really <laughs> <laughs> But at the beginning, we were thinking it's that. Okay. Gotcha. And then okay, the second, um, the moon's going to be in opposition to Neptune, trining to Pluto. So we're going to be deep in our feelings and we're going to trying to communicate about it because, you know, that tongue is there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Then the third, the sun is going to be. Okay. So the third, we have a new um, aspect coming in and that aspect is going to be the sun squaring Chiron. And that one's going to last the third the fourth the fifth it's going to be exact on the sixth mm -mm -mm. it goes through the seventh eighth it goes through the eighth it goes through the eighth but it's exact on the sixth so you know sun squaring chiron it just means you gotta need to go to therapy. Y'all. That's know what this, I was right? gonna like. Doesn't <laughs> it just mean we... <laughs> it just means you gotta need to go to therapy? Shining a light on all your wounds. <laughs> it just shines a light on all your wounds. Ooh. The day that it is exact is on the sixth. Your sister moves in on the fifth, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know it's exact on the sixth. <laughs> and it starts the feeling of dread and like, yo, whatever. It starts on the third. Okay. Just so you know. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. I think you don't like this new planner, right? Because it gives me that. It doesn't give me just the exact date. It gives me like the whole, the aspect, like the whole duration. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. See, it's a weird It one. feels longer now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we also have. Uh, confused. And then we have Mercury is going to be squaring neptune and that's going to be going on the second the third the fourth the fifth the sixth the seventh exact on the eighth so it'll be exact on the eighth which is technically in our next podcast but since it started on the second but that just brings a little bit of like misinterpretation confusion and business deals and arrangements so when your sister moves in mm -hmm. you better my since you know it starts before she moves in mm -hmm. my recommendation is to have the house rules written down okay okay because yeah, yeah because it brings confusion to business deals okay and misinterpretations right. i can deal okay. with that yes yeah. i like okay. it yeah um what day were we on fourth fifth yeah fourth Mm, nothing big there mars moves into capricorn okay mars moving into capricorn just makes mars more strategic more patient more um flexible because you know mars capricorn you know it's the goat going up the, the hill on the side of the the rocks and you're like how the fuck is that goat gonna get they, they're gonna fall off and they're just they keep on going up uh-huh just Mar mars is a perfect because mars is moving right and the, that's like perfect it's them just okay. make them like that okay the fifth um two things 
besides everything else that I've mentioned, but that are still overlapping, right? But the two things that are going on here, um, the moon is going to be in opposition to Jupiter. So a little bit of lack of, when the moon is in, in opposition to Jupiter, there's a little bit of lack of self-control. Okay. So you're in your feelings. And then since you're not in control of your feelings, there's a little bit of lack of self-control. Okay. Okay. Can lead to, you know, imbibing and fighting and stuff like that. Okay. And Jupiter is going to be trining Saturn, which starts that day. And it will go from the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th. So that transit's going to go oof, 14, 15, 16. That transit's going to go all the way. Jeez. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Okay. Looks like the rest of the month. Yeah. At least the rest of the month. And I haven't gotten to the next month to see if it continues. But it starts on the 5th and continues. Oh, it makes sense because it is a long term kind of thing. So it starts then and it continues at least all the way through the rest of the month. So Saturn, um, so Jupiter trines Saturn which is a very practical focused on the long-term goal. Okay. Transit. She's moving in. It's long-term. It's yeah. focused. Right. So that's what it's, you have to look at. It's like, why is this happening? What's the goal? It's long-term. It's focused on the long-term. So why? Yeah. And, the, and what is the goal of this? Okay. It's not just like, oh, because we want to be happy, you know, roommates. It's what's the goal. Yeah. And then focus on the goal. Okay. The six, um, and then that day is a shift of day. It's, um, it's a, that day is, um, a shift between Libra and Scorpio in mm -hmm. the moon. So it's a shadow deep day in, in the emotions, right? It's like, um, remember that Libra is all about like the relationship and like very, remember the Libra, everybody thinks it's like beauty and love. And really, I always say it's very political. Yeah. And then, Scorpio, you know, is deep and intense. Yeah. You know, so like emotions and deep and like underneath. Right. And then um, the six. It's more of a there's it swings. There's mood swings because um, the sun is trining the moon. So it's going to be shifting between the sun and the moon. So between the conscious and the subconscious between what's obvious and what's not obvious, between the action and the emotion, between, you know, there's a contradiction between your needs for support and your desire for independence. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's what's going on on the sixth. The seventh, um, the sun is going to be trining Uranus, which is the expression of, of originality. And there's going to be the Mars is going to be trining um, Saturn, which is hard work, focus, you know, digging in and everything else is still going on. That's what we got. Excellent. So. Thank you very much. It's not bad, except the first is the diciest day. Yeah. And then it just sounds like time to get focused on which plan yeah. is for the year. Yeah. And then I'll have to work with that new planner, see how I'm going to work with those transits yeah it's a new planners i gotta <laughs> adjust 
I gotta adjust. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. All well, right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And sorry to everybody that we got this late, but you know, holidays, Christmas. Hey, we're usually pretty good time wise, I would say. We're okay ish. We're, we're okay ish. Okay we're definitely like a B plus. Yeah, we're B. We're B students. We're B students. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you we're so much. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrewhousebroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com. Or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com. Or sdlunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria101. And you can all find me on Instagram as Brujeria101S, because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have Brujeria101.com, and there we'll have like um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or nail charts and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. 